everyone. I'm Lori Boxer, a Weight Nomad Dietitian, and welcome back to this week's uh, episode of Fat Chat. You know, I've written and um, podcasted extensively uh, on the issue of childhood obesity. It's very near and dear to me uh, because you know I see it so often, and and I get to, I, I get to know these kids, teens, tweens, uh, who and they speak you know about issues uh, that many times they're too ashamed to speak about with their own parents. Um, especially when their parents are also very overweight or obese, you know, you'd be surprised how often a very overweight or obese kid really is longing for help, uh, but that, but won't approach a parent who is also very, very overweight or obese because they, they just don't see the help or, or the support for change, you know, coming from that parent. Uh, but, uh, and, but although I've spoken about that many times before and written about it today, I, I want to talk about what is, what is not talked about. Okay. Uh, and at least to my knowledge anyway, and that is the role of how pediatricians can play a part in prevention of childhood obesity. Uh, but again, in my opinion, they really don't, you know, despite widespread publicity about the obesity epidemic in children. I mean, everywhere you look, you see fat kids, uh, parents increasingly, uh, willfully, you know, suffering from what I call fat blindness, you know, turning a blind eye as their children continue to pack on, you know, the pounds. A study that was done a few years ago found that more than three quarters of parents of pre preschool age obese sons and nearly 70 percent of parents um, of obese daughters described their children as, quote, about the right weight. OK, now, now perhaps this is hard to believe for many of you, but I can vouch uh, for those high percentages, because I deal with the result of those once, quote unquote, preschool age obese sons and daughters, end quote, uh, who grew into uh, the obese adolescents, tweens, teens, and young adults who are now my clients. Uh, often, too often, way too often, parents, especially those, and most of them are, who are obese, they don't want to acknowledge their sons or their daughters' weight issue because to help their child means change. And change means a lot of work for them. And in addition to suffering with elective fat blindness about their kids, uh, they also see themselves as normal weight because too often uh, their friends and family are also obese. So being fat is normal. I mean, and, and by the way, I wrote more specifically about this in a recent blog uh, titled, Are Your Friends Making You Fat? Uh, you can see that at my website, and I'll be doing a podcast about that in the very near future. Uh, for many of these obese parents, I'm usually the first one to hit them upside the head with the truth that they've been intentionally denying when it comes to their kid's weight. Now, here's an almost verbatim description of how a conversation starts with the obese parent of an obese kid when I meet them for the first time, keeping in mind that I first spend some private time with, the, with their child, uh, then I excuse the kid and meet with the parent for some private time uh, before convening them, you know, both uh, for the consultation. So, okay, me, all right? Mrs. Smith, your son is obese and he has 70 pounds to lose. Mrs. Smith, 70 pounds? His pediatrician said he'd be happy if uh, my son lost 15 to 20 pounds. Me, I'm sure the pediatrician would be happy. 15 to 20 pounds off is better than on, but your pediatrician is not giving it to you straight. The totality of what your son needs to lose in order to be at a healthy weight and to have the best chance of keeping it off forever is to lose 70 pounds. And that's now, today, Mrs. Smith. If you keep putting it off, that 70 pounds will grow. It's not a maybe, but it will grow to 80 pounds overweight, 90 pounds overweight, and beyond. Again, your son is obese. 
Mrs. Smith. Did the pediatrician ever use the word obese to describe your son? No. Me. To your knowledge, did the pediatrician ever talk to your son privately, as I just did, about how he feels about being fat and about having breasts? Mrs. Smith. No. Me. Did the pediatrician ever talk to you privately about his or her concern for your son's weight and the fact that your son has breasts and the emotional psychological toll that that takes on a boy? No. Me again. When your son was only 20 pounds overweight, did your pediatrician suggest you do something about it? No. Me again. How about when your son was 40 pounds overweight? Did he recommend you do something about your son's weight then? Mrs. Smith, well, nothing specific other than, you know, to eat less and be more active. Me, did you ever consider getting a new pediatrician, Mrs. Smith? Or was it easier for you and your husband to stick with the diagnosis you weren't getting so you wouldn't have to acknowledge, discuss, or work to change it? Silence. Me, you do realize, Mrs. Smith, that you and your husband are responsible for your son's obesity, right? And this is usually where one or two things happen, folks. One, the parent, one or both, and usually it's the mom who brings the kid in, starts to become very emotional. Tears of relief. Okay, they have seen their child getting fatter and fatter, but felt completely helpless and didn't know how to deal with the issue. The simple acknowledgement of this fact in private that way with me is really a release for them. You know, like attending their first 12-step program, uh, you know, and, and publicly acknowledging for the first time that they are a drug addict or alcoholic, you know. Uh, and the second reaction is the parent, again, one or both, and then usually the mom, becomes very defensive, very defensive, putting blame for their child's weight on anything and everyone else but themselves. I've heard it all, folks. I mean, school doesn't offer enough gym class. The pediatrician never brought it up. They can't be responsible for what their kids eat, you know, when they're not at home, and on and on and on. And, of course, there is the occasional F you to me, all right? And, you know, who do you think you are? I love that question. I mean, I really, really love that who do you think you are question because it gives me the opportunity to respond with, I'm the person who's telling you what you should have been told long ago when your kid first started gaining weight, when he first grew into the obesity weight class, what your neighbors and parents at school are thinking whenever they see your kid playing in the cul-de-sac or in the schoolyard and they, you know, tisk tisk to each other and whisper among themselves, what a shame. Why don't they do something about their son's weight? Parents are 100% responsible for the environment in which they raise their children, and especially so when it comes to instilling and encouraging good eating and, of course, exercise habits that can last a lifetime. However, if there's one other very, very, very important person in a child's life, it's the pediatrician. This is the person who, who sees kids annually from infancy, okay, for school-required physicals, for example, in addition to the usual, you know, sick visits, scraped knees and the like, you know, that we bring our kids to throughout the year. This is the one person who has a huge responsibility, in my opinion, to play a role in whether or not a child stands a good chance to be slim and healthy. Now, look, 
I know that pediatricians are very busy. I don't expect them to sit down with every parent of every patient, you know, for an in-depth conversation on the biology and science of fat cells, how they grow, what they look like, how they affect the metabolism, why they need to get slim to stay slim, you know, and that, you know, quote unquote, just 20 pounds isn't enough, you know, when the child is 70 pounds overweight, et cetera, et cetera. I do that with every parent, but by that time, their kid's already obese, Pediatricians need to play a role in preventing obesity to the extent they can by being candid with a parent as soon as they see a child's weight is not synced, you know, with their height. A pediatrician should engage a parent with honesty, candor, and concern and immediately strike down a parent's common, you know, wishful thinking uh, that their now slightly overweight child is going to grow out of it, you know, as they, as they age and get taller. They won't. Without change, their slightly overweight child will get taller and fatter. And you know what else pediatricians need to do, folks? They need to follow whatever advice they give. And you know why I think many of them don't bring up a child's weight issues to a parent? until it's so out of control uh, and they can no longer get away with not speaking about it because very often they are conscious of their own fat bodies. How on earth, uh, they might be asking themselves and do probably, how on earth can they bring up a very sensitive issue to perhaps a very defensive parent when all that parent has to do is look at the pediatrician and see that whatever guidance he or she may give to the parent, they themselves don't follow. I mean, come on. Isn't that like going to a dentist with 10 teeth in his mouth who might attempt a conversation with a parent about the importance of good oral health? I mean, give me, I would laugh in that guy's face right then and there. And I just, I just would. I wouldn't even go. As soon as I saw a dentist with 10 teeth in his mouth, I don't care what reputation he had, I'd be pulling my daughter right out of there. Pediatricians, I'm talking to you for a second here. Uphold that part of the Hippocratic Oath that states, I will prevent disease whenever I can, for prevention is preferable to cure. Okay? Preventing fires is easier than putting them out. If you see something, say something. Talk to parents as soon as their kids are overweight, as well as at every yearly physical. Document those conversations in your patient's medical charts to record the fact Go on the record that you've done your part. I would also suggest, as I did with my own daughter, when she was 12, uh, you know, and that when, when, when a kid is a little older, perhaps as they are approaching puberty uh, or just after that, speak to them privately. Let them know. You want your pediatrician to speak to your kid to let them know that you are their physician, that as they continue to age and their bodies change, if they have any questions, concerns, or fears, you are there to listen and to keep your conversations confidential. In other words, encourage a relationship that that young person can rely on to share how they are feeling about themselves and if and when they confide in you about their weight, you know, how they feel, how it affects them, or whether anyone at school or elsewhere is bothering them about it, etc. And believe me, these are the things that too often overweight and obese kids do not want to initially bring to the attention of their obese parents because they don't feel they're going to get the guidance or support they need to make changes. Let that be the catalyst to approach the parents. Your training and professionalism will guide you uh, in how to open that dialogue with the parent without betraying the confidence of your patient. Need needless to say, if you're very overweight or obese, lose weight. 
you'll not only be better able to meet the challenge of a parent, uh, of a conversation with a parent, you know, head on with the advantage of personal experience, but you'll also be more inclined to initiate the conversation in the first place. And parents, to you, I want to say this. Express your love to your children in ways that do not condemn them to a lifetime obesity battle and chronic disease. How they learn to eat now will affect their health for years to come. Stop putting junk food in your house. Stop putting soda and candy in your kids' hands, <clears throat> excuse me, to make them, you know, momentarily happy or to quiet them down. Stop giving your already overweight kids, you know, quote unquote, treats. Your kids aren't pets that you reward with a treat, you know, for returning a ball or a frisbee. If it makes them fat, it's not a treat, it's a problem. Stop planting them in front of, you know, televisions, computers, or other electronic devices, you know, to get them out of your hair. Stop and reverse your own obesity. Look, as everybody knows me, you know, just in general, you know, I'm not into the PC bullshit approach uh, to dealing with parents about their kids' obesity or their own. Uh, perhaps this is why so many pediatricians refer to me. I say what they won't or can't. Parents need to stop being ignorant, arrogant, or just plain stupid. And if they don't, they need to at least start acknowledging what they are doing killing their kids slowly. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com or send a message at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and the info we provide, visit our website, waitnomoredietcenter.com. Uh, there you can sign up for our free monthly electronic newsletter as well as our weekly uh, Fat Chat podcast release. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.